Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers? And welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and this is your 20-ish minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss the AFC and NFC West. It's actually the season finale of Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. I can't believe it. And what a year it's been. Actually, it's been an awful year, but inside this podcast, it's been a lot of fun. You guys have created such a great community where all of us, all of us that love to lose money can come together and discuss it. We've done 75 podcasts. We've made between here, the podcast, and our social account, at Losing Money WAB. Oh, it's almost warming to hear the nice ding of a of a cursed gypsy woman that cursed me a long time ago. That's how sentimental and nostalgic I am. Between here and at Losing Money WAB, oh, that's nice. We've made over 1,050 picks as well. We've given out so many losing picks, it's incredible. So thank you so much for joining. Next week will be the premiere of season two, right with the start of football season. I want I want to get nostalgic. I want to get sad. I'm like, oh, foot. The, the, the preview that the Panzeri Prince and I have done for the last month, every week for the last four weeks, we've looked at the team over-under wins for each division. So... This week, it's AFC and NFC West. Last week, it was AFC, NFC South. And it, while I'm sad that the preview is finishing, why am I sad? Football is actually beginning next week. We actually get, get to give out football picks next week. Oh my, I am so excited. So this week, AFC, NFC West with the Pants Ready Prince. And then next week, the beginning of season two and giving out actual live football picks. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So here he is, the Pants Ready Prince discussing AFC and NFC West previews for team over-under wins. Welcome back to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom with us, as always, to do the finale of the NFL preview for the AFC and NFC West, the Panzerati Prince. Panzerati Prince, how you doing? I'm doing great, Andrew. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. These are two great divisions to cap our four-part series uh, off with here, the AFC and NFC West um, you know, strong favorite teams here, some strong divisions. The NFC West kind of probably famously known as maybe the hardest division in football this year. So kind of a, kind of a, a gauntlet to run through at the end here. Yeah, like some Super Bowl opportunities here. Yeah, anytime we talk about the Chiefs, obviously, you know, we're talking about the Super Bowl. And that's a good place to start the Kansas State Chiefs. Their over-under for the win total is 12 and a half. Pants ready, Prince, where are you going? Okay, so, I mean, it's the Chiefs, right? And then you think, yeah. are they going to experience a Super Bowl hangover like so many teams do? Hmm. And the answer is no. Uh, it's the Chiefs. <laughs> it's Patrick Mahomes and Andrew, Andy Reid. Andrew Reid. That's uh, what his mother called Let's it. go over because why else wouldn't you? I'm going over. Uh, no reason not to. This team is too talented, too star-studded. And when you have yeah. Patrick Mahomes in your lineup, you should be expecting to get a first-round bye every single year. Now, you look at the O-line, and it's completely mm. new. Completely yeah. new from last year. But it's yeah. still very good. Everyone they've added is still very good. They've got their French-Canadian Laurent Duvanet Tardif coming back, which is sweet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't see any reason why not to go over it. Chiefs are going over. Yeah, I, I so desperately during these previews want to make these every team interesting. Like, ooh, what's going to happen? And then, but it's Kansas City Chiefs. They went 14-2 and two last year, and easily. They could have done better than that. The biggest thing is they fixed their offensive line, like you're saying, and I think it's not even that they, you know, repaired it. They made it better. Joe Thune is better. Orlando Brown is better. You know, I think they're just... They're finding ways to protect Patrick Mahomes instead of giving him more uh, threats down the field because, 
you know what? You don't really need that many thrusts down the field with Patrick Mahomes. You and I could play receiver. So I want to make this super interesting, but they're going over, right? They're going over. I will say sneakily, though, they went 7-9 to nine last year against the spread. So keep that in mind, uh, gambler friends out there. Um, my player prop I'm going with, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, over 900 rushing yards. People assume it was an underwhelming season, but in 13 games, he had eight, he had 800 rushing yards. In 13 games. So if he averages 61 rushing yards per game in 15 games, Chiefs upgrade their line. I love this number. Over 900 for Clyde edwards Slayer. Yeah, I love that. I'm big on him this year. Look at him in yeah. fantasy. Yeah. Post-hype sleepers, baby. Los Angeles Chargers. Speaking of hype teams, Los Angeles Chargers, nine and a half. The cursed Los Angeles Chargers are everyone's favorite darling to be good. And then you start seeing like, well, what's their Super Bowl number at? Get out of here. Nine and a half. Fans are right. Prince, tell me where you're at. Yeah, lots of hype, and I'm not on the train. I'm going under on the charges here. Um, look, I know you hate Anthony Lynn. I know you despise yeah. him. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there's something to be said about your rookie quarterback winning Offensive Rookie of the Year and then replacing the head coach and the offensive coordinator. Do you think yep. that that impacts him? I do. I, I mean, he is just getting comfortable at first, second, third year. When you are changing the system constantly, it's going to affect your rookie quarterback. Now, still a lot of stars in place, but a lot of stars with question marks and can they still stay healthy? Austin Eckler, Derwin James, mm-hmm. Joey Bosa. Can these guys stay healthy? If they do, yeah. they can be good. They can surprise. I don't know if all three of them can, and I just see the Chargers taking a step back. I'm, I'm going under. So you mean the Chargers being the Chargers? I, I totally understand that. That's uh, that's in their DNA. You know, sadly, I'm going over, and I think it's just a hype machine. And God, you can blame me later when this definitely doesn't work out. But here's here's some numbers outside of Justin Herbert, who I'll get to in a second. The Chargers were the sixth most injured team in football, like you brought up. They had the worst special teams in the league by far. They had one of the worst lines in football and. Coaching staff, yeah, that wasn't that great. So they will be better in those ancillary things. But people starting to go, well, Justin Herbert, you know, top five quarterback in the league. You're like, are you out of your fucking mind? He was a rookie. And yes, he had a historic rookie year, but all of a sudden like penciling him in and just going like, well, clearly he's one of the best. You're like, sophomore slumps exist for a reason. And I understand we rookies are not rookies anymore because they've been doing this since they were 10 years old. But I just, couldn't you imagine him having an equal or lesser season? And then all of a sudden they're just not as great as people thought they were. If they go eight and nine and keep building towards that, I don't know how much of a failure that'll be with a very young rookie uh, head coach. I, I like your under, but I'm sadly going over because I'm just a hype beast at this point. I'm going to go with over slightly 10, maybe 10 and 7. I don't feel good about this one. I hate this. Yeah, I mean, why do why do rookie quarterbacks who, who excel take a step back in the sophomore year? Because tape becomes available and people start to watch yeah, a lot of tape right. and habits become known. And you know what? 10 is a lot of wins. That's a lot of wins. Yes. So I, that, that, yes. I'm, I'm going under. It's a lot of wins in a division in which you have the best team in football. So... Uh, I then that brings me to my next team because I am excited about this team, the Denver Broncos, eight and a half. I I I'm gonna pour cold water over myself while I let you answer this one. Pants right, Prince, where are you going? I'm reading about the Broncos and I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I'm going over. I'm going over because look, Drew Locke, fifty-seven point three completion percentage last year that was worst in the Ooh. league. Like that's really bad. And I think a lot of people yeah. think, oh, Teddy isn't that much of an upgrade. He is. He really is. Hmm. He is not maybe a, a top five, top 10 quarterback in the league, but he can get it done as he's proven with the teams he's on. And his offenses, as he's proven last year with Carolina, can score a lot of points. He's got maybe the best young receiving core in the league with Sutton, Judy, yeah. Amla, yeah. Patrick. 
Like these guys are all really good and can can really help him out. Um, but you've got a lot of help coming in on the defense. Fuller, Satan, Dobby, yeah. to add with Chubb and Von Miller. Like, I don't see why this Broncos team can't win nine games. I'm going over. Yes. I see. So you know what's funny? I, I, we ended up at the same point, but I think we disagree on how to get there. I actually think this is this is incredibly unpopular, but I think they should have started Drew Locke. This is a classic boomer bust. Drew Locke has more upside, and so if he's good, you could contend for a playoff spot. Awesome. If he's bad, 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 then you're bottoming out and getting a new quarterback, and that's great, and everything's fine. Teddy gives off this appearance that he's like safe, and everyone loves him. He threw 15 TDs and 11 interceptions last year. He's this idea of like mediocre to the point that you can't win, and I think that's where Carolina's problem was last year. They sucked in one-score games because he wasn't getting the fucking ball down the field, and that was where Drew Locke, I think, could help it. But let's be real here. This is not about the offense. This is about the defense. The last 10 years, Vic Fangio has coached four defense that fish in the top three of fewest points scored. They get Von Miller back, like you're saying, Sertan. Kyle Fuller, I think, is a sneaky, huge signing. He's a good player. And so a brilliant defensive coach with top-level talent. Uh, this goes into my over, absolutely, eight and a half, and my team prop, the Denver Broncos to allow the fewest points in the league, plus 1,400. I, 1,400, I love it. I, I can see the turnover with the Rams. Obviously, everyone loves the Rams. 49ers are injured all the time. Denver Broncos, plus 1,400. I like that one. I like that one, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. And by the way, my team prop for the Chargers uh, to make the playoffs one plus one sixty. Oh, whatever. Oh. I was so bored. <laughs> I was so <laughs> whatever. I was so bored by the Chargers. I'm like, I don't even care. Get out of here. All right. Speaking of boring, the Las Vegas Raiders. I, it's amazing that the Raiders, an interesting team, Las Vegas, the most interesting city. The Las Vegas Raiders. Eh, I don't know. Whatever. They're over under is seven. Fans, Roddy Prince, where are you going? So this is what I have written down right beside <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. What's going on here? <laughs> Unrelated, my first line is, what is this team doing? Well, there you go. So we're on the same page. Yeah, I just don't know what they're doing, where they want to go. And because of that, I'm going under because I just don't believe in them at all. Uh, other than Darren Walla, what do you got on offense? Including yeah. the quarterback. What do you got on offense? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. The defense is trash. I, I, I really have no idea... I think John Gruden, this might be his last year in, in Las Vegas. We'll see. but uh, We'll see. Yeah, I'm going under. I, I really have no belief in this team at all. I was also looking at a John Gruden like fired thing, but he's got like seven more years left in his contract. Like he owns almost part of the team at this point. Oh my God. Like it's, it's creepy. I don't know what this team is doing. Okay. So you're like, Oh, I like Josh Jacobs. Oh, okay, cool. You like Josh Jacobs. Hey, do you like Kenyon Drake? No. Why? Well, we signed him for a lot of money. Also, we kicked out Rodney Hudson for no goddamn reason. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. Their defense is abysmal. Like they, the only, the only good player last year was Joyner. He left. Well, that's good. I don't, I have no idea what this team is doing constantly. And yet, and yet Gruden is not a bad coach. And somehow they'll make this close where it's like they're at seven and it's a push. And you're like, they went seven and 10. It's a, it's a failure. But yet we all lose money on that. Oh, I'm going under two, but it scares the hell out of me. Cause this is one of those ones where it's like, they're so unsexy that they somehow get to seven and 10 are still bad and they lose us all money. Oh, I'm going under as well. Yeah. It's cause the, the. Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers all like to go one and one against each other and make that whole yeah. part of the division such a middling ground of, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, they do revenue sharing. Now they're doing win sharing as well. Yeah. Everyone just gets one as well. All right, NFC West. This is probably the most stacked division 
in uh, the league, and it's because of mostly the top three teams. We'll talk about the Arizona Cardinals in a second, but why don't we start with the Los Angeles Rams? Everyone's sweetheart right now, 10.5. Seems a little low. Where are you going? Yeah, it does seem a little low for a team that finally has a quarterback who can, I think, do a lot of good stuff for them. I'm going to go over. I I, I am Mm -hmm. on the Rams hype train, and I don't see why you wouldn't be. The defense lost Brandon Staley at the helm. Uh, but they're still yeah. very good, yeah. and they're going to be very good. They, they may not be as amazing as they were in 2020, but they're still going to be very good. And now the offense is good enough so the defense doesn't have to be as dominant as they were, and they're still right. going to win a lot of games. Uh, I really like Robert Woods, and I really like him with Matthew Stafford. I'm going over on the Rams. Yeah, I, I'm going over too, and I don't know if I'm just like, you know, I'm listening to the music and I'm like, oh yeah, absolutely. Over 10 and a half. Here we go. But they're going to have one of the best defenses in the league. Sean McVay is pretty brilliant when it comes to offense. They've got a better quarterback. How much better? That's a great question, but they got a better quarterback. That's for sure. And they keep losing people. Like you're like, Brandon Staley goes away. But the way that current coaching schemes work or coaching staffs work, excuse me, that's like they lost their passing coordinator as well. How big was the passing coordinator in the actual, I don't know, Sean McVay still there. It's kind of like losing a defensive coordinator for the Patriots. You know, Bill Belichick's still there. So I don't think it's a huge thing. I'm absolutely going over 10 and a half. My player prop for this one, them to win the division plus 190, whatever. Matt Stafford to be the NFL passing leader at plus 1400. Jared Goff two years ago was in third. And he, I don't even know if he's a starter anymore. People are like, I think he's a backup at this point. He was third. So Matt Stafford has to be in contention at plus 1,400. I really like that. Yeah, because you got both Woods and Cup with like the most yards after the catch ever. They are yak machines. Yeah, absolutely. Higby should be a little bit bigger this year with no Everett anymore. Yes. So I think there's there's some signs about that. Um, by the way, the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, their player prop, <laughs> Josh Jacobs, under 975 rushing yards. 975? Where the hell are we getting that number from? He's there with Kenyon Drake now, under. Yeah, that. Yeah. I, I, I feel bad for Josh Jacobs. I do. I, I, I do too. Yeah. I feel like that will be like a second team where he's like, all of a sudden people are like, hey, hey, he's pretty good. Okay. Let's go with the San Francisco 49ers. This should be an interesting one. Ten and a half. The, ten and a half. They they won six games last year, and now they're going to be at ten and a half. It's one of the biggest swings for any team going into this year. Where are you going, Pants Ray Prince? Yeah, I mean, it looks like the San Francisco 49ers are your biggest candidate to go worst to first just because of how many mm-hmm. injuries they had last year and where this team is continuing to move. I'm going to go over. I, I like San Fran. I am not a believer in Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I don't like him. That's probably no. because he came from the Patriot system and has a great smile that I'm jealous of. But, I mean, <laughs> I don't see how this team, if they stay healthy, I mean, they got fucking brutally just dismantled by injuries last year. Yes. They say stay healthy. They should win over 10 games. They are talented enough to win over 10 games. A dominant O-line, and I think most of it, again, if he stays healthy, is going to feast yes. with Sermon. That defense with Fred Warner and Nick Bosa, like, I, I don't see how this team does not win over 10 games. Well, this was the hardest one for me. I stared at it forever, and I had overwritten forever. And then all of a sudden, I switched to under because I was thinking about Kyle Shanahan. You know, Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. I I have no doubt about that at all, and I don't I don't throw this at his feet. But since he started with this team, here are the records in the four seasons: six and ten, four and twelve, thirteen and three. That's Super Bowl, and six and ten. He is like a hilariously bad winning percentage with this team. And this is the only time he's been a head coach. Now, I don't throw it at his feet. I think the injuries have been awful. Bosa's not being able to stay on the field, and the whole defense was ravaged. Obviously, offensively, they're they're playing six different running backs. I think sometimes scheme-wise, and then sometimes because I don't know who is going to be starting in that that week. 
I I don't know. Ten and a half just feels like one of those ones of like, why do I think they're going to win eleven games? Why do you think they're going to go eleven and six this season? I'm going to go under just out of like safety because most seasons that's what they've done. Or you might get that thirteen and three where they go to the Super Bowl and we all look and I look. Excuse me, we. I look very stupid. You went over, um, but I'm just going to go under just out of safety. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I like your case. I like I, I like the fact that you make a case for under because it yeah. definitely could happen. Uh, this team has a lot of trouble staying healthy. And like, again, 11 wins is a lot of wins. So, so we'll see. It's a lot of wins. It's a lot of wins. My player prop for this team though, is Trey Lance to win the offensive rookie in the year. Okay. So wow. with the rise of McCorkle Jones, yes, plus 750 right now too. The odds have moved back. So if four or five rookie quarterbacks start the season, chances only one will be actually high level. Right. And so why do I think it's going to be Lance? It's just completely a supporting cast and Shanahan, Samuel, Ayuk, Kittle, the whole running game. Trent Williams is protecting his blind side. Kyle Shanahan's scheming him up. I, if he starts week two or week three and Garoppolo might be hurt by then, like it's not even might be a, an actual pull. He just might be hurt. Why? He's always wanted a running quarterback. This might be like weirdly scary and it might do really well for Lance. I love plus 750. But his finger, Andrew, his finger. Oh, I know his finger. I forgot about that. And everyone's so obsessed with McCorkle Jones now in New England. So, uh, okay, Trey Lance. Okay, now going to, you know, so we talked about how Las Vegas was a boring team. The Seattle Seahawks, to me, are a boring team. Seattle Seahawks over under a 10. Constant, constant, just always around 10 wins. And everyone's like, yeah, well, whatever. I don't know. What do you think? Over under 10. I mean, yes, it's not your daddy's Seattle Seahawks, and you <laughs> yeah. think that you've got to go under for that reason. But no, like, why? Why would I go under on the Seattle Seahawks? They Absolutely. are always consistent and there. They are in the conversation in this yeah. past decade, fifteen years. They have always been in the conversation, and that's why I'm going over. I mean, yes, the defense isn't what it was, but you still got Wagner, Wright, Jamal Adams, like Adams, yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. on that defense. And the offense is going to score a lot of points, like a lot yeah. of points. I just, I, Pete Carroll is a very good coach. I don't understand why mm-hmm. you would go under on the Seahawks. I'm going over. I'm right there with you. This team is so boring. Years and years of being good has led me to discount how good they are every year, right? I'm not sure how they'll go over or why they'll go over, but their defense isn't what it was. Their offense seems to go through a coordinator every year and their QB definitely wants to leave eventually, but they'll still probably win 11 games, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's kind of crazy, even in the stack division. I, I just, it's it's one of those ones where like, try not to think, try not to be too cute about this kind of stuff, right? Like exactly. try not to go, ooh, I think Seattle's going to be in a losing record. Fuck off, get out of here. I think th- they're going to be 10 just like every other year. So I'm going over as well. The player prop I'm going with is Tyler Lockett over 86.5 receptions. He was targeted 100. 110 times in 2019, 132 times in 2020, and there's an extra game and no one behind him. Wow. I don't get it. Yeah. I guess you're betting against injury. Like, that might be it, but... But, yeah, no, that on. seems like a very smart bet because we know that Russell Wilson likes to just scramble and then toss it up, and yeah. uh, one unlock it or Metcalf is coming down with it. Yeah. It's only two receivers on that team. So, like, that's... Yeah. No, I feel good about that one. And then that goes into the <laughs> the amazing Arizona Cardinals. Just... Just a, what an interesting team that is on how to run a franchise. Their over-under is eight and a half. Panzeri Prince, where are you going? So I'm looking at the Cardinals and what they've done in the offseason and kind of where they were last year. And I, there's there's a lot of question marks, right? You've got Chase Edmonds and James Conner as a, as a running back tandem. That's a question yeah. mark to me. Uh, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, yes, amazing. But A.J. Green, that's a big question mark to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. Kyler Murray take a step because he's going to need to Big question mark. Maybe, maybe not. And then J.J. Watt coming in on the defense, 
is a massive question mark to me. And for me, that's too many question marks to go over, so I'm going under on the Cardinals. Yeah, I think that's totally fine. I, I'm going eight and a half under as well. And just like the rest of society, uh, you know, the old of the NFL goes to Arizona. J.J. Watt, A.J. Green, you know, James Conner. I think this is probably goodbye Kyle Kingsbury time. And if they start out slow, then it's they're just not, then you know you've won this bet because they are just going to quit all over the place. I'm scared because Kyler Murray did say he hurt his shoulder last year and he was not throwing the ball well at all in the second half. And so now you're like, whoa, he still had a pretty good season. So if his shoulder is pretty good, blah, 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 blah. They did finish with eight wins last year, even though one was that Hail Mary. So, you know, like, I don't know how much you got chalk up that one. But uh, the defense got worse. That's kind of secretly one of those things is Kyle Kingsbury always said like, well, it's his offense. It's the air raid offense, things like that. Their defense was one of the things that was actually okay. They were right in the middle, but they definitely got worse in the offseason. It's a great division. Someone has to lose. I'm going under eight and a half as well. My player prop, JJ Watt, under eight and a half sacks, and it's only because he's played 48 of his last 80 games. He's going to be hurt. He's not going to play 17 games or whatever, 16 games. So I'm going to go under eight and a half sacks. Yeah, there's no way he's going to play. Else. If he plays, no way. Games, wow. Uh, but yeah, like, I no, I would not be surprised if the Cardinals won 10 games. I would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. Right? Just, yep. For me, there's just too many things going on that that, that aren't set in stone that, that worry me. And for me, I was just like, that's way more opportunity for it to go south than for it to go north. So... Yeah, 100%. So we'll talk to you next week where we're going to be making picks for NFL games, but thank you for doing the NFL preview, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, you take it easy. Okay, that's it. That's all. Thank you so much for listening to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, and thank you so much for listening to Season 1 of Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. Next week, we'll be back with Season 2, the kickoff of the football season, making picks, and you know what? We might see a bunch of our friends coming back. If you like the picks we're making today, that's amazing. We are making live, free, daily picks over at Losing Money WAB, where you can get our baseball picks. We made some golf picks for the Tour Championship this week. We're going to be making some UFC picks for this weekend. Oh, yes, the UFC Fight Night is this weekend. You're going to see my beautiful face discussing picks that we can be losing money on all weekend. Between that, the Tour Championship, baseball, oh, there's so much to lose money on. So at Losing Money WAB, on Twitter, on Instagram, you can get our free daily picks. Thank you so much for losing money with Andrew Bascom. Can you please rate, review, subscribe wherever you enjoy podcasts? If you feel like gambling is becoming a problem, please go to problemgambling.ca. The incredible theme and music that plays throughout the show was done by Nikki Minchel. You can find her music on Spotify or on Instagram. You can click the links. It's in the podcast description right now. The creative force behind Losing Money with Andrew Bascom is Alex Monid, and we are a proud product of Sad Styles Productions. Executive producers Mike Aaronworth and me... Thank you so much for listening to season one. I can't wait to talk to you next week about football and everything that will come up in the next year. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!